Welcome to Much More Muchier with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Odd Imagination production. Today, I am here talking to the ever-talented, up-and-coming musician, mm-hmm. uh, A&T. Yeah. And uh, do, you say, do you say it ant or is it A&T? Yeah. It's ant or A-N-T. Okay. See, I asked, I asked Raul about that and I was like, is it, I was, I said ant and he's like, no, it's A-N-T. And I was like, yeah, oh, okay. Uh-huh. okay. All right. But you can call me ant. Oh, A lot see, of people okay. call me ant. So yeah. Okay. So it fits. Mm-hmm. It's working. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I have to say, I love the artwork and the color scheme in the background there. That's very nice. Thank you. Yeah, this is uh, so this is my like studio as of now in uh, my hometown. We got like these right here. These are all soundproofing panels that like my dad made. So, oh, that's really cool. So you've yeah, got your family's I'm, full support with this whole thing, huh? Yeah, my dad. He's definitely good at all the uh, you know the carpentry work, and he helped me a lot. And my friend Zach, he helped like put this all together as well. So, you know, they they definitely support me for sure. That's awesome. I actually was listening to some of your music uh, a couple weeks ago because uh, Raul came to me and was like, you have to talk to this guy and listen to his music. He's amazing. And I was like, okay. So I started listening to your your music Mm -hmm. and it has such a range of like genre. um, It's not very genre specific. It pulls things from like I've heard you know, like jazz, R&B, like, you know, all of that. So um, I like how you play around with sounds too. It's very fun and and new. Um, So when you go into the studio and you're like, I got this beat in my head Mm. or in my heart or whatever that I got to lay out. How do you go about doing that? Um, Because like for me, I'm a writer and Mm. I have it's going to make me sound like I'm crazy, but I have these, the voices of the characters in in my head, which I guess would be similar to having the music in your head and the words mm-hmm. you want to get out in your head. Right. So how do you go about uh, composing all of that and putting it all together? Yeah. So um, it all really, for me, it's, it all starts with inspiration. I try to, you know, the way that I write, I try to write it about in some of like my songs, like, try to tell like a story and have like a solid concept but um when i go into the studio so my best friend ty ty she he's the main producer of all like my music as of now like everything out right now is ty she um production so he always started with you know getting in the studio and making the beat right in front of our eyes and i always let the beat or like the music or the instrumental guide me to my process instead of, I know a lot of artists and it's not a, you know, to downplay anybody's writing technique, you know, everybody has a different way of doing things. Um, But I look at it when I hear a specific sound, I let that trigger my emotion because you can hear a sad song, like a sad um, instrumental and it, you know, it all of a sudden sparks an idea that you have that you're like, wow, I can write this to this music and make it into something. So I never, I come into the studio sometimes very rarely with a concept. Um, but I always let the music guide me 
for like to get the final product. So that's really how I think my genre of music is so up in the air. It's all over the place because I'm always hearing different sounds and I want to I want to let the beat guide me and I don't want to be stuck to a specific sound. Because when you listen to an artist, I I catch myself falling in love with so many artists off of one song and I'm like, "Wow, I love this song." And then I go back to it and they either all sound the same or they're just they don't really catch you as much as that first one did. So I want to be able to give people, my fans or someone just any listener something so broad that if they fall in love with one, maybe you know, then the rest they might not, but they might find another one that's completely different that they're like, "Wow, like I like this and I like this style." So I always go and I always let the music guide me at first like glance or first listen, I should say. That's usually my process. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's like, I, I, I like that. And I think that's mm-hmm. where you do have those differences. Um, I want to say, well, I know AJR for sure is mm-hmm. um, one of those that are very much like that. They hear sounds, they'll like start playing music. Like I went to one of their concerts and they were explaining how um, they came up with one of their songs and they had like a single a studio apartment in New York. They were all three mm-hmm. in that apartment living and um, and then they would be making their music in there, but they've got really thin walls. So then they'd hear somebody arguing or a baby crying and then it they started doing their thing and making that music. And then it was like, wait, something's missing from this. So they mm-hmm. took the sound of the arguing that they heard and they took the baby sound and they threw it mm-hmm. into their mix and it, it it produced one of their more their one of their most well-known songs. Um, yeah. So it seems to me like you're kind of in that same space, mm-hmm. which allows creativity to flow without, you know, kind of putting a cap on it. If that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah, no, definitely. When we make songs, I rarely I rarely ever you know release a song that I think is completely finished. You know, I always when I listen to stuff and I'm so young in this um, you know, this industry, so there's so much growth for me um like going forward, but when I release music, I always hear different things that I'm like, "Wow, I wish I could have done this or you know, I could have added this to add a little bit more, but I think once the song is out, you know, that was, it's a timestamp of what you made in that time and you captured it and then you put it out. So you could always add to songs, you could always make them bigger. And, but I think catching the actual um, feeling that you had in that studio is really, it's, it's really important because you never want something to sound so robotic where it was like, you know, it was written to this part and like everything was so systematic. You want something that's natural and has like a flow to it and sounds very like alive. So, you know, I think that's definitely huge of adding different elements or like we have songs where we'll have people talking in the background. Um, and it just, you know, it adds a different, it just captures that moment so well. So I, I do believe in that, you know, not having a cap necessarily on creativity, but also making sure you capture in that moment what you were experiencing like they did with the you know the arguing and the baby because they'll they know but like their fans don't so when they tell that story it just opens another door for them to you know explain their process so i I do i do agree i love that and i think we do a lot of that in the studio 
Yeah. And that's something as a fan, I can come back and say, you know, I feel like when I know a behind the scenes thing, like a, a little, mm-hmm. like with them sharing that with the, it makes that song that much more special, that much more powerful. Yeah. You, you start tuning into those smaller things to see if you can pick them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, I think it almost is an interactive way for yeah. the artist to kind of interact with their fan base um and i think so i think that's a really cool thing that you're doing so kudos yeah, on that you. yeah thank you so much yeah there's definitely and i've i've been stuck in that process as well where i've made a song and then i fell in love with it and we've come back to it like months and months later and we've added to it and we've changed it and it it just never was the same so i've been in that predicament too where i fell in love with the song and some people Musicians call it demoitis when you you love the demo more than the final product. So, but I've definitely I've I've seen myself in that like those shoes too, where I I make the song and then I come back to it and I'm just like it's just not the same anymore. So, you know, there's always right. that, but it's going through the motions and making music. Yeah, that's that's like the really cool thing about all of this is sorry, I've got a kid back here being loud. Um, I, I that's what I like about the whole process about everything is, um, you know, as a writer myself and, you know, I've done photography as well. And that kind of that still fits in with all of that. Like it's a creative thing. It's not just one of those things that's pigeonholed into like music or whatever. All creatives are that way. Like whenever I write a story, I have to let it sit. And then come back to it and see, okay, you know, wow, I really kind of didn't do this right. So let me go back and right. fix it, you know? So mm-hmm. um, it, I think as a creative, I think that's just part of the creative process. And um, oh, yeah. I like that you're embracing it because most mm-hmm. people don't. Yeah. And, you know, in, in embracing it, it helps you learn and grow and kind mm-hmm. of find your own little niche. So right. and that's, that's a challenge awesome. in itself. Like, when you create something and then you have to put it down and come back to it, you have to, I've learned over the past of how to really channel that thought that I had in the past and put myself back into those shoes. So, you know, it's really like throwing yourself with like me, if I write a very like emotional song and I, in that moment, you know, whatever happens, whether we have to get out of the studio, it's just too late. Nobody's on the same page anymore. You have to have those stops. So I've learned through the past of really being able to put yourself back into that headspace to then continue the process and that flow again. And it's been so hard, but it's something that I've been building over time. And I think that I've, you know, I can say that I've gotten a lot better at and some days I still struggle with it, but putting yourself back into that, that headspace is so critical as, as an artist and like a creator and any, anybody who's just creating anything really is like, you have to get back into that headspace and that's the challenge in itself because you don't want to lose that thought. Right. And how do you get yourself back into that headspace personally? Because whenever I'm like in my writing, I have mm-hmm. a song that I will listen to that emotionally pulls me into that spot where I need to be in to continue writing that mm-hmm. scene or whatever. So what is it that you do yourself to kind of get into that space? Yeah, me, it's really like going through the thoughts um, when if I'm writing something very emotional or if I'm writing something very positive or 
it's just constantly going through those like thoughts and cycling through and just like, it's, you know, it's people, people don't realize some, like in some instances when you're writing, you know, when you write very real and like to true life stories, it's, it can be dangerous to throw yourself back into the, like that headspace, but it's all really the sacrifice of like trying to get out the best possible content or whatever you're trying to get out and you know like sometimes like i'll i'll have a really like sad week let's say like i'll be depressed for like a week you know things just don't feel right and i start writing it's like then i have to throw myself back into that and it's scary you know you never want to once you're in a good headspace you never want to get back there but i always in the back of my mind i'm like when i keep like cycling through these thoughts it's like once once all these thoughts are out in this song you'll never have to deal with them again. So I've always believed in that is where I put my emotion into a song and, you know, I get it out. And once I like express it in that way, I don't have to deal with it anymore. It's, it's in the song. So, so it's, it's a cathartic thing for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, um is that what most of your music is, is, is like you speaking your truths out there. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that very, it's a very personal experience mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. And some songs like I have a few out there that are definitely, you know, made up stories or, um, you know, I have this one song, it's called Ride or Die and featuring my best friend, like Brandon B. Homie. And, you know, in the beginning, I was like, break the safe, like crack the code. Like, and it's almost about like, you know, having like your significant other, like, it's like robbing a bank. And I've never like robbed a bank before, but it um if you ever saw like the movie Fast and Furious, it it gave me those um like the song inspired me to write about that like having a significant other, someone you love with, and just like doing everything like with them like whether it's you know robbing a bank or sitting on an island by yourselves like you know like you're just doing everything. So in those sense, like I write to have a concept of like a movie. Like I would love to see that in a movie or something of that nature but a lot of the songs that I've written are definitely very true and have you know I've shared a lot of like you know my emotions with the songs so and anybody who's listening that can relate to it or like feel what I felt you know there are a lot of songs that are very real that I have out and in that it's um it, it's almost like bringing commiseration Mm-hmm. With those people, you're you're reaching your hand out and you're sitting there saying, okay, you know what? Look, I've been there. I've done this. You're not alone. Don't feel yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's an awesome way to use your talent to lift up and to inspire others um, mm-hmm. and to give them hope, which yeah. I think hope is the most important thing that anybody needs to be able to make it through really anything. And, yeah. and so to have that um, being given to them by you is is pretty incredible so thank you that's thank you awesome. um uh, yeah i try my best i just want people to listen to the music and be able to like feel the way that i feel about it and be inspired by it and that's you know anything that we create you know you just hope that somebody out there who is isn't in the right headspace or is just looking for somebody to just like talk to them if i could do that through a song that that just makes us all like it makes me feel good because that's all I really want out of this is just to make people feel like good and happy. Right. Um, so I do have a question. I heard yeah. that, you know, Noah, 
And yeah. so how do you know Noah? So um, actually, so if uh, Raul's like got you up to speed with Angel Envy, they're three of like my really good friends. And we, we've known, like I knew a member from Angel Envy and my one friend, Ty, Ty, she, my producer knew somebody from Angel Envy as well. And when we were sharing it back and forth, like we just figured out, we we're like, wait a second. Like he, Ty was like, I went to school with him. And I was like, wait, I went to school with him and I knew they made music. So it was this whole thing. And, um, we all got to connect and we've just like been best friends ever since. And I kept hearing about this name, Noah, Noah, cause he was recording at their studio, the studio that Angel Envy has. And eventually I met Noah and then, you know, we became friends and, uh, they act, they shoot videos and they asked me, they're like, Hey, can you come on set for the dead to me video? So I was like, sure. Why not? I'd love to help out. And then I just saw it all unfold and me and Noah became friends and, we that's how everything has been connected that's how i met raul and that's how we're here so i know it's crazy it is like yeah it does it is very full circle Mm -hmm. um so do you think you and noah will collaborate at some point we've we've been talking about it um you know we're both super busy in what we're doing and we're both on so different sides of the spectrum with our music the way his music is and the way mine is but I would love to do a song with Noah, and I think that if we got into the studio, we could really open up a lot of doors for each other in just a creative process because he's someone that's very different in making music, and I'm very different. We have such complete different sounds, different styles, so I think it would just open a whole door of creativity for us to really like bounce off each other. I think we could make something really awesome. Yeah, because I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm I'm thinking about how his style of music is and your style of mm-hmm. music is, but it's it would beautifully mesh well if that makes yeah. any sense. It's like mm-hmm. it's like um that country road that was like rap but also country, and yeah. it was like that's actually pretty awesome. That sounds mm-hmm. really awesome. And so, like, I think that's something that you guys you know could very well do together. Yeah, and, no, um, I, so so. I agree with you. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. put a bug in his ear. Be like, do it. um so how did you come to know uh taiji and get all into that yeah so um i actually went to school with his cousin brandon and me and brandon were really good friends and we were always looking for something to do in our hometown there was really not much going on and he always just kept saying like we should go to my cousin ty's like you know he always throws like these like fun parties like in his basement and we were like i think this was like eighth grade freshman year and I was like, look, let's go, you know, we'll meet new people. Cause when you're in, when you're in like eighth grade freshman year, so he lives around like 15 minutes away from me. So it's like, you think he's like on a whole another side of the world. We really like, we underestimate how like small our towns really, or how close our towns are. So we're like, yeah, let's go meet some new people. And we went to ties and we all were just hanging out, just partying, listening to music. Cause he was DJing back at the time. And yeah, we just, you know, we were going over there frequently. And then once we got, once I got to, I think it was my senior year of high school or junior or senior year, can't remember. I really wanted to like take that next step into making music. I've always loved it and I've always wanted to. I've done it at my house, like by myself, but never really told anybody. And I knew that he was like the closest person that I knew who was making music at the time. And 
you know, I got to talk to him and it was more or less like a one and done kind of thing. We didn't, you know, we didn't really have any desire. We we're like, yeah, like you should make a song. Like I should hop on it and like, you know, go our separate ways. That'd be fun. And I had an idea that I wanted to open up a studio in my shed. Like I just, I had this, I was like, he knows how to produce, you know, I'll have this, like, I'll have the location. We can get together, make music. And the minute we got into the bedroom together, like he had his setup, we just got to talking and sharing our dreams and our goals and what we wanted. And we like quickly realized that we're so similar and we had the same exact path that we wanted to go down. And that really was it that it just set the tone for us. And like, now we're here, you know, we've had such a successful couple of years together. You know, I was, I would go over his house cause I graduated at, at the time and he was a senior. So he's a year younger than me. And I remember going over his house and I would leave five o'clock in the morning. Sun's coming up. Like he's like getting ready for school. And we were just making music every single day. And then the summer came, he graduated. And I, I probably spent 90% of the summer nights sleeping at his house. And we're just music after music after music. And we just threw ourselves into it. Like, really really hard and we made so much music and we talked so much we we're on the phone every day just brainstorming ideas and how we could grow and how we could you know target our fans and do shows and you know everything just started unfolding you know friends started getting involved we started meeting more people in the music community and and we've just never stopped since so we had a, a couple of, like the first like two years, I'd say we threw ourselves into it heavily, like heavily. We were just got the ball rolling and we we're just making everything. We didn't put anything out for a while, but it was such a crucial period because we were practicing a lot and we were learning each other and, you know, how like each one of us worked and how he made music, how I wanted to make music because I was very like new at it at the time. And, you know, it just everything just happened. and. Now we have so much going, like so much music out, so much music unreleased and, you know, we just never stop. So. That's awesome. Um, so like, that's really exciting. I, I like, yeah. sorry, my dogs. Yeah, um, so, um, I like that there's that whole dynamic there of having known people uh, for you know, a while and building mm -hmm. up that relationship and then growing together right? Uh, through that experience, which is, it's really important whenever you've got somebody that you, you know, you're collaborating with or whatever is to mm -hmm. have that, uh, that foundation, that strong foundation right there. So that way you guys know, you know, what each other's about, how everybody feels about things right. and, and stuff like that. So um, that's, that's, that's awesome. I love yeah, that. I love you. that for you. Thank you so um, much. How long have you been doing music hardcore? Like, you know, really, you set that goal that you want mm -hmm. to reach. How long have you been going after it? Yeah, so I'd say, so, yeah, like I mentioned, when I was younger, it, I was really, I'd say, like, I remember in, like, eighth grade, or like, seventh grade, sixth and seventh grade to eighth grade, all the way till now, you know, when I was really in school, I was always, I felt myself always signing the papers, like, you know, what do you want to do when you're older? Like, you know, all this, who are your favorite artists and celebrities and music? And it was always, it always revolved around music. And um, my senior year of high school is when I kind of just like 
threw the towel in and I was like, you know what? I'm done doing this like at home. And like, I want to put everything that I want, like front and center, show people what I really want to do and like stop kind of like hiding behind, I guess my insecurities and just like the worry of being so new with it. Um, and not really knowing where to go with it. So I found a studio, uh, that's like not too far from our house. And my first, well, before that all happened, I was my one friend, Zach, he's my best friend. Like since we were like kids, he's my longest, like long, longest friend, best friend, love him. He would actually come. And I said this on Raul's podcast, he would come and do my, um, physics homework. So like long story short, he would come and do my physics homework at my dad's pizza shop. And, you know, we would always just get to talking and he had such a huge love for music and he showed, he wanted to show me a rap one day and I was like, okay. And I've never told him that I was like interested in making music or anything of the sorts. And I, I was like blown away. I was like, I cannot believe you rap like that. And so he he showed me one song that he made like a, he had a beat that he made and I started singing on it and then that's when I was like I realized I was like you know what like I have to do this I was like it's now or never so we found a studio and like we practiced a little bit beforehand we went and bought a microphone and that was 2016 our senior year of high school so now it's 2022 so a couple like a few years we've been doing it like some quite some time now so and that like once we once I stepped into that studio, um, like I was I, I kept asking so many questions, like because I was so new at it. I was asking the producer, I was like, you know, what do you think I should do next? Like and like he suggested a voice teacher. And I was like, OK, like that's great idea because I don't know how to sing, but I want to know how to sing. And, you know, he just said, keep practicing, keep writing. And I was just so blown away by like being in this legitimate studio. And I just knew that that's where I wanted to be for the rest of my life is like what I wanted to be doing. As soon as I spoke on the mic, I was like, this is like everything that I've ever imagined is like starting to come true. So, and yes, that was 2016. So, wow. Thank you. That's, that's awesome. So is that making any music now? He's not. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, I always joke with him. I say, you know what, for the album, I'm, I'm definitely like getting you out of retirement, but you know, he has his own life, like goals and his path that he's like been on and he's doing amazing right now. Him is, um, now fiance, he just got engaged. So yeah, so they got that whole plan. So, you know, he's, he's doing amazing, but I know he still has it in him. <laughs> Maybe one day we can pull him out of retirement. Yeah. One but day we will, but there's still awesome. out there with him. Yeah. So congratulations, Zach, for yeah, congratulations, your engagement. Zach yeah. Well, um, I was wondering, wait, where is it at? I had a question and I lost it. <laughs> it's the squirrel brain that I have. You see, I got, I have ADHD. So it's like, oh, you do. <laughs> yeah. We I mean, are squirrels together. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's all creators are just my head spirals and spins all the time. I am, I'm nonstop thinking and like, could ask me a question. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. And then be like, wait, what was your question? <laughs> I'll answer yeah. it. I'll answer it, reply and everything. And I'd be like, wait, what was your question? Yeah. Um, but what did I just say? What did I answer yeah. to? Yeah. No. Well, and I have a squirrel on my wall 
for a reason. My friend Vicky oh, okay. painted it. I love that. <laughs> I yep. named it Timothy. And I was like, she was like, she was going to, she was selling some of her paintings. Is like, how much is the squirrel? Because that's like my life story. And she's right. like, you can have it. And she gave it to me for free. And I named him Timothy. And he's like sitting there wow. as a that. reminder. Shout out to Timothy. <laughs> Shout out to Timothy, my squirrely awesome. buddy. Um, so where do you see yourself being in five years? Where do you hope to be at? Where do I hope to be at? I would say I would hope to be I, – I, I really want to be traveling a lot and, you know, doing shows all over the world um, and just have a fan base that's really supportive and, you know, be able to – you know, make money off of my music to continue making my music. You know, I, I don't want like money is not everything to me when it comes to this. It's, it's really the music over everything. But I think once I get to a point where I'm actually making consistent money off of my music and, you know, that I'll be able to fund my own career and really be fine, not financially free, but financially stable in a sense where, you know, I could really put every, ounce of myself into this I think that's where I would want to be in five years I would love that and yeah. just really you know charting making music and people really knowing the name mm -hmm. yeah. well and see I think it's one of those things it's really hard for people who are not creatives to understand that you know we're selling our product but we're also selling ourselves we're selling our heart we're selling mm -hmm. our soul yeah. And in order to keep being able to do this stuff, um, we kind of need help to be able to afford to do this stuff. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not like we can, you know, just uh, go down the street and, you know, get her, get into right. a recording studio free, you know, or, or whatever. Exactly. So um, it's, it's highly important for all fans to support all their favorite artists, be it painters, musicians, writers, whatever you know be there yeah. help lift them up help support them so that way they can continue to give back to you things that you enjoy because yeah. that's what we're here for that's exactly. what we're in it for and it's unfortunate the way like you know with music how everybody perceives it or like other artists it's like you know some people only want to collaborate if you're doing like certain amount of numbers or like if you have any connections or you know it's it's not all about just liking somebody else's music anymore and or just it's all it's it's become just a full business which is understandable you know everybody has to like you know make it and go their way you know we all want the same things at the end of the day but it's hard when you you try to like promote yourself and put yourself in front of somebody and they're they just kind of look at you like you're crazy because you don't have this like 10 million monthly like listeners on Spotify or you don't have a song that like charted or you don't know like this person or that person. It's like everybody wants somebody who has a connection, which is all great. Like, you know, I love meeting people who have connections, but I never want to be like, I never want to look at someone and only look at them for their connect, like connections. You know, I believe in like genuine connections and like true friendships rather than, Oh, you know, this person. So like, let's work, you know? Right. And see, mm -hmm. I think that's where for because like that, it's that way in the um, traditional publishing and the indie 
writing industry. It's that way mm -hmm. in the movie and film industry versus the indie film movie industry. And it's mm -hmm. that way in music as well. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's really disheartening uh, mm -hmm. for us creators to be held to these standards when the standards are kind of like the cards are stacked against us, so yeah. to speak. Mm -hmm. But in doing it the way that they have been doing it, which a lot of it does revolve around money. Yeah. A lot of it does revolve around, you know, the connections or whatever. It 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 kind of stunts the industry itself though, because yeah. they're not getting new, fresh, original. You mm -hmm. know, they're they're not allowing for that freedom of artistic expression because they're scared they might lose a buck instead exactly. of take a risk. And so it's kind of stifled uh all of the creative industries because of that. So yeah. um and that's why I like interviewing up and coming indie artists be them directors writers musicians and things yeah. like that because i believe that it's starting to turn mm -hmm. i think that a lot of people are starting to realize that okay well the movies have all been done before they're actually literally ran out of ideas they're doing reboots of like yeah. all of the things everything so everything and it's kind of that way with music too it's all starting mm -hmm. to sound the same and i've noticed i've stopped listening to mainstream artists and more so indie artists just because they provide new fresh content you know like yeah. it's all different sounds that i've you know never heard put together before or whatever mm -hmm. um which is why i really enjoy your music because each song Thank is you. starkly different from mm -hmm. the last like you have that but it still all flows together if that makes right. sense yeah definitely and i like i think also the internet has really um like with how everything's going like you know i'm sure that you have like five like really big artists that you loved and you grew up on and you've always wished that like they would collaborate and it would make so much sense like i can't think of it off the top of my head but you know there are some artists that i love who i'm like why haven't they made a song together or if they did like maybe five or six years ago or 10 years ago it's like why not again like you know that song was so good why don't i make another one and you know it's all about like you know if there's a new artist we're gonna put them with like a really big artist to try to like drum up the new artist but then the new artist isn't that good and then you know we always we we want so much but the industry only gives us like a little bit here a little bit there but i feel like for new artists the internet has really changed everything and how independent you can really be and promote yourself because now we're fearless you know a lot of new artists they're not afraid to do anything different or go outside of their comfort zone they really just want to make what they want to make and they're not hung up on a label because it's like yeah the labels have doors i'm sorry if this is dinging um the labels have the doors that they can open for everybody oh my goodness and um but they'll never like you know they'll never kind of look at you that way because you're new and if you're doing it yourself and they're good but we can we could all promote ourselves maybe not as good but we could we can get on our way like russ is one of my biggest inspirations and he's done a magnitude of different things and he's just just had him and his friends and like he has worked his way up 
I wouldn't say he's officially a, like mainstream yet, but he's built a lot of connections, his own record label, just by just by being him and just doing it himself. So, you know, it's possible. It's so possible. And I think that's why we all sound different and we're all fresh because there's nobody really telling us you have to sound like this or you have like the pop image look. So you have to be a pop singer or, you know, we could, we could really do whatever we want at this point. So I love that, but you know, it comes with the sacrifices and that's all really, everything has its sacrifice, you know? Yeah. And um, to go back on to what you were saying about being able to be yourself and, Mm -hmm. and to be able to promote your own style and not be forced into this box of conformity. Yeah. Um, I think that's where genuinity comes from. Like, and people connect with genuine people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's something that's significantly missing in, in mainstream anythings is um, I mean, people have attached themselves to Lizzo uh, because she is super genuine. She's just, she is who she is. She does Mm -hmm. what she does and you know, she doesn't care. And um, that's the beautiful thing about, you know, certain artists like that um, yeah. is, is you've got that. They just, they just don't care. They are going to be genuine to who they are. Um, mm-hmm. And in that, I think that's what draws fans to them yeah. um, and people. So, and I think that's, what's really going to draw people to you as well as because I can Thank tell you. just from this interview that you are an extremely genuine person. You have, you know, it's not, you're not giving me like, you know, one short off answers. You're you're actually taking the time to sit there and think about it and to express, you know, your thoughts and your feelings Mm -hmm. um, instead of it being like, you know, kind of a robotic, you know, answer thing. So um, I think you being genuine is probably one of the better things about anything that you're doing. Thank and you. it's going to get you really far. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's, I really do believe in that as well. It's just, you know, being your truest self in any circumstance is going to be so much better than being a character who is, you know, people can, you know, love the character, but you also have to, you know, realize that they don't love you for who you are. They love the character. So, there's always this like, you know, misconception about that where I think just like you said, you know, you got you have to be genuine and being your truest self because there's no other way to like, you know, that's that's how you become the in your individual self is because you're you. You know, that's going to stand out better than anything. And then on top of that, it's like people can relate with you and they want somebody that they that feels real, not, you know, I've seen so many YouTube videos of like artists breaking character and it's, you know, they're, they're not who they really say they are. So I think we all just have to be genuine and be really true to ourselves. And we're going to get the best art that we can possibly get if we're that way too, because we're putting our true self into that. And that, that's just huge to me. Yeah, I completely agree. I agree with you on that yeah. wholeheartedly. Um, I'm that way with my writing too. It's just like, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't like it, if it's not, cup of, not your cup of tea, great. That's fine, yeah. you know, that's but I'm not going to change what I'm doing right. for anything. You know? So 
Um, what do you have coming up? Anything new coming up? New releases or? So right now I'm, I have just been on a spree of finishing and releasing songs, not putting too much behind them. I just want to keep like, stay consistent and putting them out, you know, all the stuff that's coming out. I love, um, but I, I am right now I'm working on my album. Um, I'm working on that with, uh, Angel Envy, like Victor, not the band, but Victor, he is producing it. Um, the lead singer of Angel Envy. So I'm doing that right now. And, you know, I plan to get like, I just want to get a lot of good, like people on that, like people that are close to me that are going to take it as seriously as like I want to. And it's all, it's something like, that's another like thing of, you know, I'm putting myself in that headspace. So I am going to the studio now with a concept. And now we're, it's like we're challenging ourselves to really flesh it out, really get everything in order. You know, the song list from front to back, like how we're going to align it up and what we're going to write about. So at the moment, we're just, you know, we have we have a decent we have like, I think, eight songs, I'd say, that are really, you know, some of them have no vocals on them or like whatever. Some or I think two of them might be like front to back finished like just recorded, not like fully finalized. But um, so we're still just fleshing it out. And just every time we go into the studio, we make something new. Um, you know, I I let it try to or trigger an emotion. And if it works, it works. If not, you know, we're just on to the next one. So it's really just, you know, the whole system of putting an album together. And it's, it's definitely a challenge for all of us. But I'm super excited because I've always wanted to have an album. Like, I think that's something that's only like the really really big artists or the mainstream the household names are really still doing like a lot of the young artists aren't putting like a lot into full-length albums and that's just somebody that i've always, or something that i've always wanted to do is really create concept albums i've loved that like just being able to tell a story from the every song you listen to so that's a challenge that's it's such a challenge right now but i'm i love going in the studio when we go into it and just trying to get it done so that's really, that's all I have like coming up in music or what I'm currently working on. Where can people like contact you, find you, find your music? So I'm on Apple Music, Spotify. Um, really, those are the two main ones I, I think we're all very familiar of. Everywhere else, you know, you can find me at ANT. Um, all social medias, A.N.T. Find me there, you know. I love when people reach out. Like I'm always, I always try to reply to everybody who reaches out about my music. And, you know, that's another thing. I feel like artists should be more engaging with the people who do listen to them because they're the ones who keep us all going. And they're the ones who are going to, you know, share it with their friends and really promote us. So it goes a long way. So if anybody, A-D-O-T-N-D-O-T-T on all social media platforms, you can find me and reach out and I would be happy to talk with anybody. Well, I really appreciate you coming and talking with me today. Um, I had a lot of fun. Um, so it, was fun. Really, it, was awesome. it was really good to be able to talk with another creative about, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, just yeah. genuine things that we all go through as creatives. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sharing in the, the whole squirreliness of the ADHD bit. That was really yeah. fun too. <laughs> Squirreliness. But um, the squirreliness, it's like because we're all trying to find all of our nuts and gather our nuts, yeah. and then we put our nuts and bury them someplace, and then we never can remember where we put them. So then we go find some more mm -hmm. and then bury them in another place, and so that's just that's cycle. life. 
It yep. is a cycle. It's a whole cycle. And then that. two years later, you find that original pile and it's like Christmas, you know? <laughs> I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Even just you saying that goes back to when like we make music and I bury them. I forget about them. I'm like, they're gone. They're done. I'm never going to think about them ever again. And then I play them. I'm like, oh, wait. I'm like, wow, I love this one. And then I started thinking about it and I'm like fixated on this song that I made like six years ago. And I'm like, I can't, I was like, no, that I can't, I can't do anything with it. That's good where it's at. On my computer, we're done. But I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. You find where you buried the, the first one like years ago mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, but I like that one. You have uh, some recording that you're going to have to be doing here later. So yeah. good luck with that. Thank you so much. And have I really fun. appreciate your time. And this conversation was awesome. And I look forward to talking again. You know, thank yeah, you so much. Definitely. It really means the world. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, we will definitely reconnect sometime soon and talk about anything new, like when you've got your album coming up. Mm -hmm. um, all right. <laughs> well, I'll let you go and you have a great rest of your day. You too. Have a great day. Right. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Take care. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Odd Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Odd Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit oddimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G, I-N-A-T-I-O-N dot org.